Hi, I'm Deanna Gray. Welcome to my Authentic Living Studio, where I share tools, tips, thoughts, and intuitive messages on living your best life. This is day 86 of 365. The mornings here in the Phoenix Valley are cool enough again that I can return to enjoying a cup of hot tea as I begin my day. A few days ago, I was given some matcha powder, which is green tea leaves that have been ground into a powder form. Lots of good stuff in there, they said. Okay, I'll give it a try. I will confess, though, that my enthusiasm waned a bit when I opened the bag and saw a bright green powder looking back at me. Hmm, not so sure, but I gave it a try. And you know what? Yuck! Too strong for me. Tasted like grass, or rather what I imagined grass might taste like. But because it's good for you, I decided to give it another sip. Nope. Still tasted yucky. So I added some honey. Now that helped a lot. But I'm not sure that the seven tablespoons of honey I added to my little teacup was really helping me live my best life. And that got me to thinking about discernment. What role does discernment play in living authentically? There are a lot of good things out there. Foods like matcha tea and experiences like self-improvement workshops and practices like daily meditation that are good for our bodies, minds, and spirits. But are all of them right for you? Nope, probably not. But some of them will be. So how do you take the many good things out there and find the ones that work best for you? Well, that's where discernment comes in. Merriam-Webster defines discernment as the quality of being able to grasp or comprehend. Synonyms for discernment include insight, perceptiveness, and wisdom. Hmm. Did you notice, my friend, that those are all aspects of our true selves? So when you are discerning, you are tapping into the wisdom of your true self to make decisions that are right for your life. So how do you apply discernment? Well, when you are faced with multiple options and or experts who offer different and sometimes contradictory information, you can tap into your true self and use it to guide your choices. Sometimes it's as easy as discerning that the yucky taste of matcha powder doesn't make it a good choice. And if you don't enjoy it, it probably doesn't belong in your tea cabinet. Sometimes choices aren't as easy as whether you like the taste of something or not. Sometimes the best choice for you is a little harder to get at. So in those situations, you might need to do a little internal work to discover what is best and right for you. For example, let's say a new person or opportunity has come into your life and there are things you like about this person or opportunity and how they make you feel. But there are also little red flags that go up. 
So how do you discern if this is something that is part of your best life? Well, one thing you can do is tease out the little red flags. What's under them? Fear, worry, risk, perhaps a memory from a similar experience that didn't end so well. Once you identify that, go a little deeper and ask yourself if the fear, worry, concern, or memory is valid. Is there really something to be afraid of or worried about? Is the risk as high as you think? Is the memory something you can let go of? Once you have clarified these things, then get quiet. Go within and ask yourself, is this person or opportunity going to help me grow and or live a better life, a fuller life? And then follow the guidance you receive. Discernment takes self-awareness and insight and practice. When you are first learning how to be discerning, you might have some missteps, and that would be totally normal. Just make it a point to learn where your discernment was off base so you can do better next time. You've got this. I'm going to help you get there. Thanks for tuning in. I'll have more to share tomorrow on day 87.